You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Beck drops, three-man rush. Beck fires right, caught. This is Jalen Knoll. He'll have to make men miss. He scoots down the sideline, and there goes Jalen Knoll. It's going to be another long touchdown for Iowa State. 84 yards, Jalen Knoll. Kicks this one off, and uh, this one is going to be fielded at the five-yard line by Robinson. Up center of field, 20-25. Breaks through to the 40. The 50's got one man to beat. Outside to the 35. Broke a tackle. Say goodnight to it. Second half kickoff. Keelan Robinson, 95 yards. Wrapping up the show here on Herd at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. We're brought to you by our friends at Dingman's Collision Center, four great Omaha area locations, family owned and operated for over 25 years and voted first place best of Omaha for 18 years running. They can work on all makes and models from Fords to Teslas because they have the latest technology. They also have a give back program, which gives back to the community with every car repaired. Go check out Dingman's.com for more information. Joining us now is Barrett Salee from CBS Sports. He covers college football. Barrett, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are y'all? We are doing well. Uh, Coming off of a kind of wild rivalry week as the regular season wrapped up in college football. I know you gave out some grades over on CBSSports.com about how some of the uh, prime contenders fared in this week. I know you gave out a handful of A-pluses, but who were you most impressed with in their rivalry game amongst those contenders? Well, I mean, I think when you look back, it's it's Oregon to me. Um, Man, Oregon, Oregon was insane. To, to go out there and do what they did, um, just basically shut down Oregon State from the moment so met leather. Um, that was that was phenomenal for me. Michigan, obviously the same thing with with Ohio State. Controlled that game really too. I don't know about you guys, but I never really felt like Michigan was out of control of that game. You know, maybe Ohio State had a chance here or there occasionally, but you know, it was more of a pie in the sky type chance than, than actually controlling the game. Um, and then Texas, with uh, with what they did to Texas Tech, I mean, it was, they took it personally, obviously, with the Brett Yormark thing. Um, and uh, I think for, for them to do what they did going into the Big 12 championship game, obviously, is, um, is good in terms of momentum, but also good in terms of the committee I don't know if the committee thought this, but, you know, I think there was some, some scuttlebutt that, okay, Texas wasn't playing that great, and, and Alabama would have might wiped the floor with them if they played right now. Well, I think that narrative should have been flipped after what Texas did to Texas Tech because that was, that was emphatic. Barrett, you, you mentioned Oregon, and I, I mean, I think they've looked like one of the best teams in the country for a little while now, but they do have that one loss. If they're able to beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship – and it's between them and an undefeated Florida State for that fourth wow. spot without Jordan Travis. Oregon's got the better resume. How much does that zero in the loss column matter for Florida State versus an Oregon team that's probably better at this point in the year? Uh, the, zero, the zero matters for sure. I don't think there's any doubt that Florida State, if they're able to, to beat Louisville, I don't care that Louisville lost, if they're able to win the last two games with a backup quarterback with all that pressure on his shoulders, uh, Florida State's in uh, with, with, with absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind. Mm. Uh, but if Oregon beats Washington, Oregon's in too, uh, because Washington would be knocked out. So 
Um, yeah, I think both of those teams will be in. I don't think there'd be any doubt that a one-loss Oregon team. Um, I'm with you. Oregon has looked like a top four team all year. Um, you know, even even against Washington, you know, they look like yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Oregon Oregon's in regardless, and Florida State's also in regardless of Florida State wins. Is is, is that winner of the Washington Oregon game in? The loser, or, or lo- yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, no matter oh, what, lo- yeah. The, what about the loser? The lose, the losers, the they're losers, uh, yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, they're I, I put this on on. Well, no, I guess, if there's a chaos scenario, I mean, I guess for like, Washington, if they lose, you could probably invent one. Like if they um, lose, Louisville, Louisville Florida State FSU. loses. Like how many teams have to I lose for Michigan, Washington to get right. in? Yeah, I was not beat Michigan. <laughs> if, yeah, if, if, if Washington, if okay, let's let's figure this out. If Washington loses, uh, Texas loses, Alabama loses, knock them out, right? Okay. Uh, Florida State loses, Iowa wins. Then Washington's then Washington and in. Oregon might be it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I just think it'd be that would, awesome. That would, that'd have to be it. Does a does a loss matter to Georgia at this point in, in like a normal scenario? They're in regardless. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think they should be in, but I don't think the committee would automatically put them in because in that scenario, um, you would have, you know, let's just say chalk holds elsewhere. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, Michigan, um, Michigan's obviously in. One Pac-12 team, X, whatever, um, would be in. Um, I think if Texas wins, Texas um, has a win over Alabama. Yeah. And, and that matters, too. Uh, so you'd have that um, wild card thrown in, and then it would come down to Georgia, uh, Florida State Oregon would be out. So, yeah. yeah, Florida State. I mean, yeah, I mean Florida State would be out in that. Well, if Florida State wins, Florida State. do they get in over a one loss Georgia? It's a really good question. See, this is what I like about this time of year, Barrett, because because you have so many of these hypotheticals, yeah. right? Um, and we're not going to have it next year, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I mean. Man, undefeated Florida State over one loss Georgia. Because um, I think everybody agrees Georgia's better, right? But at some point, the losses should matter. The losses matter. And, well, and they, see, they always say, the committee always says they factor injuries in, but they never say how, right? Yeah. Are, are they going to use it as if, okay, Florida State's not that good without Jordan Travis? Or could they use it as, wow, even without Jordan Travis, Florida State won their last two champion, uh, games and an ACC championship? Or- it can go both ways. And here's my other question. So in that scenario that we just played out, we left out a one-loss SEC champion from the playoff. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That is a Alabama, maybe yeah. the craziest scenario is that but, a one-loss SEC champion doesn't make the playoff. I think that would that would shock everybody, right? The team that beat them. Yeah, right? well, yeah. yeah, it would, and Greg Sankey would be furious. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, there's a scenario where that could play out. Um, and, and I think the biggest thing is the Texas-Alabama thing. Um, Alabama's not jumping Texas. There's zero chance. I don't care what Alabama does to Georgia because in that scenario, Texas would still have the better win because it would be over Alabama, which would be ranked higher than Georgia because Alabama would have just beaten Georgia. So, um, yeah, that – I mean, it, it certainly could – I mean, it would take a one – I mean, it would be hard. It, basically, what you'd have to have in that situation is, is – Texas, you have that Texas losing, no matter what. Yeah. Like that's yeah, uh, or winning, or yeah. If, if if Georgia gets in with one loss, Texas would have to lose because then the whole Alabama, Texas, Georgia connect the dots thing would would be irrelevant. <laughs> can can uh, 
Can you help me out with something real quick? Why why is Conference USA adding Delaware? Like what benefit? <laughs> what what does that do? So New Mexico State or whatever and Delaware in the same conference? It's weird. I guess it would be to get a further a bigger footprint. They've already got kind of a footprint yeah. in there, you know, with uh, in the DMV area with uh, with Liberty and with Old Dominion. So mm-hmm. I I guess that would be it. I. Can't, I mean, when I saw that and I've heard that behind the scenes for a couple of days, I, I can't figure out why. I honestly can't figure out why. I mean, I guess to strengthen their TV deal because it is yeah. more of a major metropolitan area. But I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's still Delaware. Um. It is, it's, like, it's like Wayne's World. Right. Congrats, we're going to Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Delaware. Um, Barrett, of the coaching hires that we've heard about so far, so Mike Elko, uh, Jonathan Smith, Jeff Lebby uh, at the Power Five schools, which of those just gut reaction was the best hire? Oh, Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. Yeah. Okay. But that is A plus. You can add pluses to that all you want. That is unbelievable for Michigan State to get Jonathan Smith. But on the flip side, I have no idea what Jonathan Smith is doing. Yeah. Like, no clue. I get it. You're going to a power five or power four, I guess, whatever we're going to call it. Now, <laughs> power um, conference. Yeah. You know, yeah. A, a, a big one. Uh, but, and, and I know Oregon state has its issues, but you're, you're going to Michigan state, which already was at least the fourth best team in its division. Now mm-hmm. the divisions are going away and you're adding four teams. Like you have no shot. And I think if you stayed at Oregon state, a, he was going to get paid anyway, because his contract wouldn't have changed. Right. Mm-hmm. And then B, he would not only have been able to dominate the Pac-2, Mountain West, or whatever they do, right? They also could have been in a playoff spot because of that, right? Like, yeah. you could sit here if you're Jonathan Smith and have the easiest schedule of all time, go undefeated, and you might have actually been in the college football playoff. Mm. And even if you're not, you're, you're going to be good. Everybody knows you're going to be good. He's a great coach. And Oregon State and Washington State, no matter where they go, whatever happens, are still going to be two of the best teams in whatever that is, yeah. right? And so Jonathan Smith would have been able to name his school next year and be a, be an even bigger savior to Oregon State after being a legendary quarterback. He'd be ushering in them through all of this. Yeah. So mm. great hire for Michigan State. I had no idea what Jonathan Smith was. And if, if, if Ohio State moves on from Ryan Day, which seems shocked, like crazy, uh, who says – it, there's only like three coaches that would say no to that job, right? Saban, Smart, right. That's two. Yeah, uh, uh, Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian, Harbaugh. Har- Harbaugh? Yeah, Sarkeesian, Harbaugh. Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian, Harbaugh. Um, it's a pretty short list, though, right? It, 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 it yeah, it's real small. Are you surprised that Texas A&M didn't call Dabo? Because I am. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that they didn't just because I think that they have a, a more of a proper sense of self-awareness now. Uh, yeah. You know, I think they hired Jimbo, and I, I hated the Jimbo hire from the get-go. I was one of the few. Um, they hired Jimbo because they wanted to win the press press conference. They wanted a flashy diamond throw around, uh, and it doesn't work. And now hiring a builder, a guy who can get or uh, you know different parties to coalesce around a shared vision. That's what Elko was. That's what Stoops was. But I mean, I think that Stoops have been better. But um, yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that A and M didn't didn't uh, you know it, it didn't do what it always does, and that's, that's been the problem there. You're pleasantly surprised that A and M didn't A and M. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Barrett, we appreciate your time as always. Hopefully we will catch up again soon. All right, thanks, guys. See you. Yeah. That is Barrett Salee from CBS Sports. That is our show for the day, Mike. Thank you so much for joining me today. Andrew Rogers will be back tomorrow. I'm always here. Ravi Lula on Herd at Sports Radio.